0: Well, we're going to continue our look at um, the blessed life. Living blessed. Living the blessed life. You know, it's God's purpose for us. You know, we talk about blessing. It's it's one of those old-fashioned words, even, that we say, oh, you know, and, and we talk about, oh, that's blessed, or bless you, or whatever. And what, is, what does blessing actually mean? Um, it means that in every area and department and realm of life, that the goodness of God invades our lives and blesses us, prospers us, heals us, strengthens us, gives us a hope, uh, and, 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 and it, it covers everything. And as we've read here in Galatians chapter 3, you know, I'm planning on this being a bit of a series But I have to say that there's so much in this that the series would be virtually every week until Kingdom Come. And really because blessing is the purpose of God for us. God is in the business of blessing us. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, if, if, if God set up shop, it would be selling blessings. Except he doesn't sell them, he gives them for free and that's how we need to look at it so and god doesn't sleep the bible says he doesn't sleep but if he did the first thing on his mind in the morning when he woke up would be how can i bless my people and we we need to start focusing a lot on the goodness of god in the the sense that he is in the business of blessing us so um god doesn't want us to be downtrodden He doesn't want us to be unhappy and miserable and depressed. And he certainly doesn't want us to be cursed. Okay, so to understand the blessing of God, you need to understand also that uh, two things you need to understand. That God blessed Abraham way back, thousands of years ago, and that we walk in that same blessing today. And we just read that, we'll look at it. But the other thing you need to understand is that there is blessing and there's cursing and God tells us to choose. There is no curse in the new creation, in Christ, there's no curse. But very often as Christians, we can still hold on to things that take us into the curse. I I think I remember I did that illustration before where I said, I remember walking around the pulpit where I says, over here is a land of blessing. And of course it is because uh, Brother David is there, so that's the land of blessing, and we're supposed to live in the land of blessing. But you know, we can, as Christians, be over here, be blessed, everything's going great. But we can wander, can't we? We can go astray and come over to the land of cursing, and very often we do that. I'll tell you what will take you there: unforgiveness is one, having a, 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 a or unbelief, or having a bad attitude. I'm not looking at anybody when I say that. Uh, but you understand what I'm saying? We can, we can drift away from where God wants us to be and get lost. I remember once walking home from school as a wee boy and uh, uh, I got lost. We stayed up in Fife. Um, and uh, I, I don't remember. My mum always came and took me. But for some reason that day, um, I got lost, and I, I didn't know where I was. And I remember standing out, I was greeting, uh, crying, and, uh, and these, these ladies took me into their, their house and they managed to get a hold of my mum. But you know, you can wander, can't you? Children do all the time. Uh, one, one of my, my wee boys did it. He used to always wander off. And he, he used to wear a wee yellow puffer jacket, so he was quite easy to spot. But when he wandered off, You know, he was panicking, we were panicking. You understand? We can wander from the place of blessing. And that's why we need to stay in the place of blessing. So anyway, but let's look at that a wee bit in detail. Let's go back to uh, the book of beginnings in Genesis, and we'll see something here. Genesis chapter 12. Because we just read in Galatians chapter 3 that we're blessed with faithful Abraham. Well, how did Abraham get blessed? He got blessed because he went into covenant with god or more accurately god covenanted with abraham god selected abraham and the bible tells us why because it said abraham would teach his children after him so important that we teach our children the things of god amen genesis chapter 12 now the lord had said unto abraham get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from my father's house unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation. Maybe one day I'll get Brother David to speak about that, because he's, he's got a great message on the great nation. Amen. And I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now, we read that and we think, oh, that's great. But we might read it thinking that God's you know, it's almost that like God sent the, uh, Abraham And I speak greetings, I'll bless you, Abraham. We don't understand what that word, bless, meant. It means to empower, to succeed, and to prosper in every realm of life. And that includes financial. That includes material. That includes physical. That includes uh, every part of life. In fact, at one stage later on, Abraham's servant testified and said, the Lord has blessed my master in everything every part of life, and it covers them. So to bless, uh, literally for for blessing in those ancient times meant this, that whoever blessed you would put everything that they had and everything that they were behind you to make you succeed. It's like, say for example, Richard Branson coming along chapping your door and saying to you, I'm going to bless you, because I've got millions, and I'm going to make you a millionaire. And even if you fail, and and miserably fail, I'll still put money in your bank account at the end of every day. That's what God's blessing is. That no matter how many times we mess up, and Abraham did mess up, didn't he? He wasn't always a giant of faith, but in terms of what he did, at times he, he he would be fearful, and but God still blessed them. The covenant of blessing was on Abraham's life. That even when he did mess up, God was there to make sure that it didn't go wrong. And he says, And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee all the families of the earth be blessed. And later on, if you read, you'll find with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob, because they're the three fathers, as we call them. Got that promise that every family in the earth would be blessed was actually also a blessing to nations. So, what God said to this man Abraham was, You're going to be my partner in the earth, my covenant partner. And I, I don't really want to get too deeply into the details of all that because I, I want us to focus on how we're blessed. But we're blessed because this man was blessed. You can read it yourself in Genesis finding out the details of it all. And we saw some of it in Deuteronomy. We'll turn there in a minute. You are blessed. You are blessed today, folks, because God blessed this man. That same blessing that we just read is functioning today in your lives and mine. Simple as that. Look at that. We've already read it in Scripture. And he says to him, that anybody that comes against you, they'll curse themselves by doing so. And not only will you be blessed, that blessing is to go to every family on earth. How many millions or billions that are on earth right now? A lot more than in Abraham's time. But every one of them has been born for, to be blessed in the purpose of God with Abraham's blessing. Isn't that exciting? And if Abraham's blessing functions in your lives and mine, what that means is everybody that comes into contact with us should be blessed just by knowing us. Remember the story of Lot? Now, Lot was a bit of a, you know, he was a bit of a dumpling in, in many ways. He didn't have this covenant with Abraham. He didn't have that relationship with God. And, you know, you get the impression that he just tagged on to Abraham, which he did. And, you know, we may think, oh, that was a bit selfish of him. But I think it was very clever of him. Because it's, it's a great thing if you know somebody who's blessed of God. Let me just say this to you. Make that person your friend because their blessings will touch your lives as well. That's spiritual wisdom. Now, you had a wife who was that dumb she turned into a pillar of salt. Amen? But, you know, there's, I'm quite sure there's a lot of guys out there who wouldn't mind that happening to their wife. Amen? <laughs> so, Maybe it wasn't a bad thing. We understand. He was blessed for one simple reason: he wouldn't let go of his uncle Abraham. And that's that. That I believe he was rewarded for. Amen. So praise the Lord. So uh, so that's how Abraham was blessed, and, and you can read all of it. We turned to Deuteronomy last week, and let's just go there again. Deuteronomy 28. We're not going to read all these verses that Brother David read out. Right the first 14 verses of Abraham. Um, how later on when the children of israel were in the wilderness and and they were the children of abraham weren't they and it was listed here by the lord all the blessings that would come on them and overtake them which is like an inventory or a detailed list of every part of their lives how god would bless them because they were abraham's children so the blessing of abraham is a detailed list here. In Deuteronomy 28. The first 14 verses. And let me just say this. You and I ought to live in these verses. Because they're our blessing too. Amen. And they're not promises to us. They're realities to us. If we'll just receive them by faith. But you know Deuteronomy chapter 28. Is a long chapter. 68 verses. The first 14 list. The blessings. And the next 54 list the curses of the law. The curse of the law is this. Here's how the law worked. The children of Israel were blessed because they were Abraham's children. But they came under at Mount Sinai a covenant of law. What that meant was they, they covenanted and, and the other thing is as well as, as one preacher I know in particular has pointed out they said at Sinai, we're well able to do this. Self-righteousness. Amen? You get, a, well, I, I'm a good person. I, you know, I don't do anything wrong. I don't break the law. I don't. Self-righteousness is a filthy as. And we just read in Galatians there where it says that if, if you live under the law and break one part of it, you're cursed. So, what it's saying here is, What God's terms here are, is if you obey me, if you keep my commandments, here's all the blessings, because you're Abraham's children. Here's the list of them. You'll be the head and not the tail, you'll be blessed going in, blessed going out, all of these wonderful blessings. But look what he says in verse 15. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice, if thou wilt not hearken... Unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city. Cursed shalt thou be in the field. cursed, shalt thou be in the field. cursed shall be thy basket and thy store, and so on, for the next fifty verses, fifty odd verses. Wow. What he was saying, and this is just to sum this up: if you live by the law. And break any one part of the law. You come into the realm of cursing. That's why we need to live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Because if we flip over now to Galatians chapter 3 again. You'll see this wonderful truth. And it is, brothers and sisters, it is a wonderful truth. Galatians chapter 3. And these two powerful, powerful verses. Uh, verse 13 says this. Now, well, let's get back to verse 10. Oh, no, verse 9. Let's go back to verse 9. They which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. So, if you're of faith today, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, then the blessings of Abraham belong to you. Amen. They're yours. They're not a promise like they were to old covenant saints. They are spiritual realities to us. And I'm sure some of them show up in in our lives, don't they? It says, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. Before you became a Christian and you were told that to to have a relationship with God and to go to heaven when you die, you you have to be a good person, which is religion. Then you were under the watch of the law, but because you weren't always a good person, you came under the curse. Amen. That—that's true for every. The only person that's never broken the law is Jesus. And you may say, "Well, I, you know, what about all, all those that, that that aren't even under? You know, they live in different religion. Everybody, all are under the curse because they've broken God's law." Amen? For it is written Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Now you might say well I didn't rob banks, I didn't do drugs, I didn't go and stab people and do all crazy things. I was, I lived well. But you know some, some, sometimes the sin that stinks the most is self-righteousness. Amen? And you can still commit that sin as a Christian. You know? Uh, some of us weren't as goody two-shoes as that amen you know you don't really know forgiveness until you've you've had a lot to be forgiven if that makes sense so anyway we're all under the law until we come to faith in Christ but it says here that the law is a schoolmaster leading us to Christ cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. But it says, the just shall live by faith. Then verse 13, that glorious truth. Christ hath redeemed us. Redeem means to buy back, to purchase with something precious. Christ hath purchased us, redeemed us with precious blood. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. You see, dying on the cross wasn't, oh, Jesus took my sins and he, he forgave my sins. He also broke the curse of the law. All these f- 54 verses in Deuteronomy 28, horrible. Read them when you go home. You don't have time to look in. Some of them are horrific. The curses that would come upon a people, they weren't just for individuals, it was for a nation, for, for Israel, in and they got progressively worse. But Christ redeemed us from these things. He broke the power of the curse in our lives, as well as purged our sins. Being made a curse for us, he took the curse upon him. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That's from uh, Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 23. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree," it says. So Jesus was crucified on the cruel tree of Calvary and made a curse for. He, He took the curse upon him. Now, why did he do that? Verse 14: "That the blessing of Abraham might come on the nations." He took the curse so that we could receive the blessing. What blessing? The blessing that we read. I will bless thee, I will make your name great. Anybody that comes against you, I'll squash them like a bug. And you'll bless every family on earth. Has every family on earth been touched by us as Abraham's seed? Yes. You can do it consciously and intentionally. And pray. That's why we pray every day, every Sunday, and should be every day. That God would move that all men would come to know him. Because those prayers are a fulfilment of this. That the blessing of Abraham, that that God would, you know, you can't physically go out and you know be Billy Graham and preach to multitudes. And even Billy Graham couldn't reach every person enough. But you can be your prayers. Because as you because that's God's will. And that's why he says, Pray thy will be done, thy kingdom come, thy will be done enough god's will is that every family on earth be be blessed that includes single people doesn't it because you know everybody had a mother or has a man or had a man amen the blessing of abraham is to come on every family and nation of earth and that's why jesus took the curse upon him on the cross it's not just about your sins and my oh we got our sins forgiven yes that's wonderful but it was way beyond our individual thing. It was the, the blessing of Abraham. Which was no poverty, no lack, no shortage, no darkness, no illness. All these wonderful blessings. No bondage or oppression. Now, you may say, "Well, oh, these things are all around us. So where's this blessing? Well, Jesus has already done everything that was necessary for that blessing to come on the nations. But you and I are to be heralds of it and carriers of it. You and I are to be blessed with faithful Abraham so that others say, you know, what's the difference in your life? Why is it you're always upbeat, blessed, happy, everything goes and my life's falling apart? That's So Christians need to shine. You know that old, it's, it's old now, shine Jesus, shine. We, I <laughs> I remember when it first came out. That just how old I am. Shine, Jesus, shine. Where's he going to shine? Uh, in top of George Square? You know, uh, on at, 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 at the steeple at the top of the hill? He's going to shine through you and I as his people. So the blessing of Abraham has been made available through the cross. And we need to be a blessed people. A happy people. You know, I, I sometimes I'll 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 say to David, say, How you doing? Mm. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> <And then, laughs> I'm getting daggers here. But it's true, isn't it? We need to be blessed, happy, prosper. Now that's not to say you'll never have trials. You know, no, nobody's selling you that you know, lie. You've you've probably heard or oh, come to Jesus and everything will be hunky-dory, you know, no, that doesn't work. You have tribulation because you're a Christian. But be of good cheer, he says. I have overcome. Another one of be happy. Be of good cheer means be happy. I've overcome. So we need to be a blessed people, and we're already, as we saw last week, blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So my message is very simple. We're blessed with faithful labor. You say, well, does it apply to me? It's all right saying that we're blessed. But does it apply to me? Well, look at this. He says to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Not too many seeds, but one seed, which is Christ. And then it says here in verse 29, If you are Christ, if ye be Christ, are you Christ today? Are you a Christian? Do you believe Jesus is the Son of God? Yes, you do. Then it says, Then are ye Abraham's seed. And you are heirs of the promise. You're heirs of Abraham. You're blessed with faithful Abraham. So all those blessings, and you can hunt them out. But Deuteronomy 28, verse says 1 to 14, and other places. In fact, the Psalms are full of them. Though all those blessings. In fact, let's just very quickly go there before we close. I just want to show you this very We've looked at this psalm before, let's go to psalm 128 if you've got your bibles if not I'll just read it out, psalm 128 and, and there are loads of psalms like this and it's all a list of things that says here, psalm 128, blessed there's, there's that word, you're blessed Is everyone that feareth the Lord that walketh in his ways this is part of the Abrahamic blessing fearing the Lord walking in his ways Being a Christian, being a believer, you're blessed. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord. So if you fear the Lord today, you're you're already blessed. For thou shalt eat the labour of thine hands. (coughs) Amen? You will eat the labour of your hands. Happy shalt thou be. If you're happy and you know it, tell your face. Amen? Not clap your hands. If you're happy, you know it, let your face know. Amen? No, it doesn't say that, it just says, Happy shall thou be. And it shall be well with thee. Now that's blessing, isn't it? That things are you see, someone says to you, How are you doing? Oh, I'm alright. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Or how are you doing? Oh, not so great. They say, It's well with me. Make that old hymn be like, It is well, it is well with my soul. We need to start. Getting back to saying what the Bible says, you say, "Well, what if it isn't well with me?" I don't want to lie. Keep saying it's well with me, and it will be. Why? Because you can have what you say. You know, I, 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 I confess, I've been guilty of that. You know, telling people how you really feel, but that doesn't change how you really feel, except to make it worse. So sometimes we just have to say, "I'm, I'm happy, and it is well with me." Now, people may think you're nuts. But they already do. That's breaking news. You happy shall you be and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be as a fruitful vine in the heart of your house or by the sides of your house. In the very heart of your home. You know, rather than saying, uh oh my wife, oh dear me, don't talk about my wife or whatever. <laughs> I'm not looking at me. <laughs> if say any morning about your wife, just say my wife is a fruitful vine. <laughs> You may have to say it a lot. <laughs> I don't case <coughs> Agnes is listen. Happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be a fruitful vine. Thy children let olive plants round about thy table. And that's a that, that teaches us something from uh, from nature, creation, in that the olive trees, the 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 child plants, if you like, the offspring plants, stay near the parent plant and feed and nourish it. And what that means is your children will always be around and always be part of your life and always be blessing you rather than zooming off and not bothering about you and so on. Then it says, Behold, or look, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. In other words, you're blessed Everything's good with you. Your family are blessed. And that's how God blesses you, that you and your family will be blessed. Isn't and that, and that wonderful? That's part of the blessing of Abraham. Part of the blessing of God in our life. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion. And Zion, we would say today, is God's people, the church. Lord will bless you. You can say Lord will bless you in church. Eh? And bless you out of church. You know, when you come here, you should believe blessed. Amen? The Lord shall bless the of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Now, that's written to people who lived in, 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 in Israel, of the Holy Land. But we could say we'll see the good of Glasgow. Or we'll see the good of Cumbernauld. Or we'll see the good of Blanta. If there is any good in Blanta. Just kidding. You'll see the good of the town or city you live in all the days of your life. Why? Because you're blessed. And by the way, let me just say this to you. All these places where you live, it's not blessed just randomly. It's blessed because you're blessed. Because that, if you read, this is called a a song of degrees or steps. What that means is, is that it radiates outward and upward that's what it means it means to progress at each step every verse is a step of greater and remember that old hymn higher ground we go higher and higher get more and more blessed as we go on in each step so it starts with you you're blessed because you fear the lord and it radiates into your family and it radiates into your street and it radiates into your community and eventually it ble- and we'll see this look at what it says it goes into your city, Jerusalem or Glasgow, Edinburgh, whatever. Then look at this. Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children. You'll see your grandchildren. You know, it's not a blessing to not see your grandchildren. If, 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 if there's family bickering. You know, but you're blessed that you'll see your grandchildren. Simple as that. You could claim that say, Lord, I'm blessed. I see my grandchildren. I see my children's children, my great grandchildren. And then watch this. And peace upon Israel. Peace upon Israel. Or we could say peace upon Scotland. Why? Because God blesses you and that blessing radiates outward. Amen? That's just some of the blessings, one psalm. And you know, you could make it an exercise to finish this, folks, now. You could make it and should make it an exercise that take you through God's word and find all these different things, promises that are now realities to you and say, I'm blessed in that way. And if you like, claim it by faith. It's already yours. You just have to receive it. Amen. The Lord bless you, folks. We'll probably come back to this theme because it's such a powerful one. But we'll leave it there for now.